You are now listening to the Purpose Edits Podcast. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweets to be successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game and finesse it and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Status Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. Shane, what up, man? How you doing today? Doing well, brother. How are you? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little ticked off, but we'll get into that when the episode starts. But oh, yeah, let's get to it. Man, nah, we can. I, I need to stew stew over my thoughts so I make sure I don't, <laughs> I don't say that I ain't, I ain't supposed to, man. Gotcha. How's how's the team? I, I got to. I was an, hoping you asked that. How's the team? I got to get an update. Um, it seems I'm gonna knock on wood that we are peaking at the right time. We started conference play on Tuesday, and we won by 24. Mm. Um, first quarter, we outscored them 29 to 6. Mm. Shot 50% from the field, from three, and from two-point field goals. And um, from the free throw line, shot 70%. So our last two games, we're winning by an average of 27 points. Mm. So I'm I'm praying and and we're shooting the ball at a very high clip right now. So I'm hoping that this is just us peaking at the right time and and seeing what we can do as far as a run. Yeah. Do you feel like do you feel like the guys are starting to get it? You know, you hear you hear coaches say, you know, they finally get it. Is yeah. that what you think is happening? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're starting to lock in on it and, and understand what, what it takes and understand their role. And it's it's starting to click. It feels like it's starting to click. Tuesday is going to be a big test because we go the same team we beat last week. We play them at their place, and it's a bit of a jungle down there. So I, I, will, I, I think Tuesday I'll be able to say, yeah, those are just good games. Or, yeah, this is where we're playing right now. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. I'm glad to see it, man. We're rooting for, for y'all from a distance, man. I want to see them boys do well. And most of your team is young, too, right? Yeah, yeah. it's, it's about a good mixture of, like, if we got uh, 12 people on the roster. We got five seniors and then the rest of underclassmen. Mm. And my, 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 my bulls are my young bulls. I got some young bulls. I got, my, you know, my leading scorer is a sophomore. Mm. He's number three in the state in scoring right now in, in, in our class. Wow. So um, it's the future's bright. That's what's up. That's what's up. It's always good to see young men doing something productive with their lives, especially with sports, because sports is such a an opportunity that can open up so many doors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, the challenge is, you know, you put all your thoughts, your hopes and your dreams on that one thing. Mm hmm. But you gotta prepare for what if this don't work out, right? Yeah. The life lessons, and that's that's the most important part. And that kind of takes me to the what blew your mind. And what blew my mind or what's blowing my mind is um people don't understand that it's always right to do right. It, it's always right to do right. True story. I did the most shame thing ever right before this podcast at about 840. 
I, I usually go get a coffee. So at 840, I was like, all right, let me go get my coffee, knowing that we record in 20 minutes. But then I also said, hmm, I want some bacon after we record. So in 20 minutes, I decided to go to Walmart to buy some bacon. 20 minutes, pick up coffee. So now I'm rushing, probably going to be late. Typical Shane thing. Anyway, so I'm at Walmart, right? And I'm doing this program where um, this website where you get points basically for shopping at certain places. So I get to check out and the person left their receipt. So I said, bet, I could take the receipt and go cash it in for points. Ain't going to hurt nothing. I don't have the credit card information. I don't have, I mean, or I'm not savvy enough to do anything with it. But I was like, ah, it ain't mine. Why do that? And I put the receipt down and I went on about my business. Mm -hmm. And it's just about like, it showed me that in that moment, whatever it is that I believe to be, doing right is always right. And my character at that point or who I am, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but I'm just so ingrained in what I do and what I believe in that it showed up in that particular moment. And I think a lot of people just miss the idea that like, just when you do right, good things happen. Just do right. Even if you're being done wrong, or even if it doesn't make sense, or even if it seems minute, you know, do right. I think there's, there's something to be said in that moment where we are all human. Yep. And we have human moments like that, right? Yep. Where, you know, I, I joke around with people and I tell, you know, stuff comes up and I say, man, I wasn't saved all my life. Oh, yeah. you know, there's, there's a part of me, you know, as a kid, I, true story. I used to, as a kid, we used to go to my grandmother's house and in Orlando, it was right up the road. We would walk up the street, be a bunch of us. We would go into this store, a little gas station on the corner. And I used to pocket candy Oh yeah, in the store. It'd be a bunch of us walking around. We used to pocket candy. Right now, right. as a kid, I only did it because uh, my friends was doing it, and I could get away with it. Is what I thought. And then as I got older, you know, sometimes I walk in the stores and I'm like, man, I could just pocket this, and nobody gonna nobody know. And I'm an adult. I'm an adult, but I have that human moment, and I go, ah, eh, no, that ain't right. Even if I, I yep, hundred percent. I have those all the time. I used yeah. to be a big thief when I was younger. Really? Mm-hmm. I used to have stuff missing all the time. Nah, it wasn't from you. I never stole from you. <laughs> <laughs> I never stole from you. Honey, you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I know I never stole from you, but man, I used to, man, if it wasn't nailed down, boy, woo. I'm a mess. I had a stealing problem. But I mean, in life, we all have those human moments. And I think some people have trouble forgiving themselves. Mm-hmm. you know for having those human moments and it, it weighs on them but then the other side of it too is what do you do in that moment when that little voice talks yeah. to you because in those moments i don't care who you are there's a little voice of consciousness that says hey should you be doing that yep. i don't care if it's your 100%. parent voice or or your mentor or somebody something somewhere talks to your spirit in that moment now what you decide to do with it after that says that you accept every consequence that come with that yeah, you know, and it might not get you right then in that moment. It may get you down the road. It's gonna catch you though. Oh, it's gonna catch. It's you. gonna catch you. Karma's a thing, man. You know what? And and here's a segue. Here's a segue to today's topic and why I'm I'm ticked off. I was I'm having a conversation with Tasha, and we're talking about social media advertising. You familiar with Snapchat? Yeah. Okay. Snapchat where video 60 seconds in length once you put it up it disappears well as we were talking 
you know, about these videos, something happened. There was some post we saw where an individual, one of their Snapchat videos got saved because you can save it if when it pops up, there's a way that you can save this stuff and capture it in the moment. It don't technically disappear is mm-hmm. what what my understanding is, right? Well, somebody posted, reposted some old video of somebody that they thought disappeared and they got in trouble. And there was a couple things about that. And I say, see, that's the problem with the world. People think that they could just do stuff and get away with it. Yeah. Disappear. Yeah. Right. Like, like nothing just happened. Right. But then the other part that it, where it took me was Snapchat is 60 seconds in length. And it got me to thinking that's where this world of instant gratification comes from. We feel like I could post 60 seconds, just a quick glimpse at what I'm doing and make it make something look like what it's not like reality mm-hmm. versus reality TV. Mm-hmm. And it bothers me because I, I think about not just kids, but everybody who takes a 60 second clip to show they manufactured grind. Mm. I'm out here working, it's 3 a.m. and then go back and get in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> right? They show 60 seconds worth of look at this bling I got and then go take it off and give it back to the person who it really belonged to. And it's got people out here believing something that ain't. Yeah. It's, it's frustrating. It's a lie. It's a fabrication. It's, it's manufactured. It's manufactured. And so it, it got me thinking. I said, I want to have this conversation with you. Like, how do you, how do you see through the BS of rea- reality TV in order to identify reality? Like, what should people be looking for? Um, I, I got a couple thoughts. And, and it's funny you say that. The my first thought is you ask me how do I see that see through it and I guess my response is I just stop looking at people. You gotta just be so consumed with what you're doing that you don't see um you're not studying the moves from anybody unless you're just really trying to learn from them. Mm-hmm. You know. Um my second thought is I saw this post just yesterday and I'm trying to find it. And um, I don't know exactly where it was, but I'm going to paraphrase it. It said something along the lines of go the extra mile because there's not a lot of people there. Yeah. Yeah. You see me? Yeah. So it, it's like, all right, y'all, y'all get y'all 60 minutes of fame, but I, why y'all going y'all 60 seconds? I'm actually going for like 60 minutes. I'm mm-hmm. actually like, y- y'all talking about it. We, we actually, this is what we do. Yeah. We're not always going to tell you about it, but this, this, this is, this is what we do. So don't focus on others and focus on your, and then the other thing about it, and it's still very inward focus is to focus, to keep a proper perspective of what you do. And when I say keep a proper perspective of what you do, we might've talked about this this summer, but in real life, there are in my mind, three types of moves. There's what I call fluff moves meaning you make a picture of something but it ain't really about nothing it ain't really about nothing the middle one is uh 
The second one is building block moves. Whereas if you stack a couple building blocks, you're going to end up with something. And the third one are actually big moves. Seldom do people make big moves, but a lot of people try to make fluff moves look like big moves. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm not focusing on anybody else and if I'm doing the, I'm going the extra mile and doing the extra work, all I can do is focus on what kind of move I'm making and to minimize the fluff moves. Yeah. And I think that that's what, that's what that whole Snapchat Snapchat thing is, is, is trying to make fluff moves look like big moves. Like big moves. You can't, you, you, you can't, you know, I remember one time I was, and you know him, so I'm not going to say names, but there's this cat that I was speaking that we know we grew up with. They do, you know, they're in entertainment and one of their partners is also entertainment. There's a lot of people in entertainment. So I saw them making moves on the internet. Like you say, poking posts. So I called and I was like, yo, is this, yo, your man really on? Or is it just like, he's like, nah, bro, it's just, it's just fluff. Hmm. <laughs> and hmm. it was from then, like, you know what I'm saying? And you hate to be a jerk about it, but you, you hate to be a jerk or sound pompous. But guys, it's like I tell my kids, everything ain't worth promotion. Everything ain't worth a, a big spectacle. And I did this, I did that, I tied this knot. You ain't got to do that for everything. You ain't got to celebrate everything. Everything ain't worth a celebration. Yeah, yeah, act like you've been there before. And yeah. Especially because if you keep posting out there, right? Yeah. Curious. Yeah. People curious, and they're going to ask questions. Like, I tell you what, <laughs> matter of fact, I, I random people like, uh, I saw, <clears throat> I've been seeing, you know, different groups uh, I've joined and I started following different people, just small business, little entrepreneur, not little entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurs. And I see what they're doing. And I had reached out to this one and I asked, I said, hey, I see this. Let me, let me pick your brain on this. I see what you're doing and I like that. So me and person jump on the phone. We start talking and I'm asking questions because I know that let's say, for example, they do a podcast. Mm. I know what it takes to do a podcast. I understand some of the challenges, but I see what they doing that seem a little bit different. So let me ask them some questions. So me and do get on the phone. We start talking and I start asking questions like, Hey, so length of time promotions, this, that, and the other. And I noticed that his answers his answers was on the surface. And I started asking follow-up questions. <laughs> Couldn't go deep. And I'm like, man, something ain't adding up. Like you said, you you know, you did it this way, but then you mentioned this over here. And he was like, well, technically, I don't really run the show per se. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you get yeah. called out. You get called out because people yeah. start digging and asking questions. You run up on people who actually know yeah. and get exposed. And that's why, like, them, them fluff moves, they, they just don't work. Like, eventually, uh-huh. somebody's going to pull your card and ask yeah. questions. And it's frustrating. Now, the problem that I really have is it's got people out here who genuinely want to work and who genuinely want to grind feeling some type of way because they like, ah, that person over there will come up and not me, right? Again, looking at other people, you're comparing, you're comparing yourself. Mm-hmm. When no need to compare yourself. Mm-hmm. But how do you... How do you help someone identify the growth that they're having in order to place value on it? Like how long does it take for a person who's really grinding to see growth? It depends on how you value and look at growth. It depends on how you value. And we talked about this. Everything, I think everything in life comes down to perception. Glass half empty, glass half full. 
like, you know, I can look at you and I can tell you that, you know, I've been trying to launch a t-shirt business for 11 years and I've been dragging my feet. Or I can look at you and tell you that for the last four months, I've sold double digits, high, close to triple digit t-shirts a month. You see what I'm saying? Um, if you, you focus on the micro, the small steps, the, 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 the journey and the day in and day out and not focus on the big picture as much, it becomes a lot easier. Like, um, it's, it's imperative that you don't see others and you don't compare yourself to what others is doing because your path is not your path. It's not their path. But but isn't isn't it okay to have a measuring stick to gauge your own progress and pace? Yeah, but how how do you really truly have a measuring stick if you got people on social media posting fluff moves? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, what is real? What what is real? What is what is what is perception, and and what what is real? True story. The other day I was talking to my guys before we went out, and I said to them, um. I have a million dollars in the bank. And I said to them, just because I said it, does it actually mean that I have it? They were like, nah, you ain't got no million dollars. But yesterday, I said this to them on Tuesday, I had literally three kids come up to me and say, Coach, you really got a million dollars in the bank? (laughs) They don't know what the truth is, but what they see is the work. You know what I'm saying? So the work is just going to, you know what I'm saying? You may not have it right now. And my response was, you know, my response to them was not yet. You gave you know them the truth. You gave I, them the truth. Which is true. But it doesn't mean I'm not expecting it. And it doesn't mean that, you know, I'm any less. The journey, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, well, you said something. You said, but they see the work. They which see means the work. They know there's a connection between when you see somebody working, you see evidence, and you hear a big move. You're like, I know he worked. Yeah, there's a chance that that is true. Like he said it, you see the work because you can tell you there is a way to tell. You know what I look for when like I interview people and even when I'm looking at social media, right? Okay, people putting these 60 second videos up and you put one after another after another. What I'm looking for is trajectory. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for did the move or whatever you post or whatever I saw get better? Was it a bigger, you know what I'm saying? Is your trajectory going up in your progress and in your process and in your grind? Or is it staying the same? If it, is it flat? Because if it's flat, right, then that means there's no substance there. Like true growth, if you work out, if you work out a muscle group, that muscle group gets bigger. Yeah. There's, there's just too much evidence around it. So when I look for trying to decide whether it's real or, or it's fake, I take a step back and I go, let's put all of the images and the videos that are posted in perspective. Let's put them all on the same field together and let's look. Is there a trajectory within that? Because if it ain't, that's fake. Yeah, but trajectory is tricky, though, because um, think about it. the, The step from one to five is way easier to get from one to five than it is to get from five to seven. I'm skeptical if 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 I'm paying attention to you, if it's just yeah, I, I can't pay attention to none of that stuff, bro. You know, you just you just got to stay locked in step with who you are, what you believe, and to your other point about being discouraged. If you always remember that God plants, man, wait, man plants, God grows. 
So your only job is to put as many seeds in the ground as possible. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just keep putting these dang seeds in the ground and let God do what God is supposed to do. Let me let me let me ask for some clarity in that statement, right? Put as many seeds in the ground as possible. Sounds like your your focus is spread thin. And you, in essence, throwing a bunch of stuff on the wall to see what sticks, what God grabs and decides to grow. Are you saying plant, put as many seeds in the ground focused on the same thing or things, you know, a couple of things? Or are you saying put as many irons in the fire as possible? It, it can work both ways. You don't want to put as many irons in the, fi- in the fire to where you spread yourself thin. But if you're focusing on one thing like this is like for right now, let's say right now my focus is I want to work on uh, selling chairs. This this quarter, I'm going to design as many chairs as possible. I'm going to promote as many chairs as possible. So mm-hmm. you're planting as many seeds as possible. For some, it may just be an idea like investing. You know, you want to have a diverse portfolio. So you invest in consumer goods. You can, you can, uh, you invest in technology, you invest in this. So now you're spreading your seeds and hope that you're planting them in different spots and watching it grow. So it's about your trajectory and what you want. Like right now I'm having to dwindle down my focus and I've dwindled down my focus to t-shirts, production and writing. Those, those are the three things that, in my mind, I have to just bottom down on and, and focus on nothing but that. Now, for some, that may be too much. There's no way you can um, do so much and be great at it. I've chosen that. I'm going to be great at all of it. I don't know how yet, but that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's about finding it, doubling down on it, and just planting according to what your plan or your goals are. Okay. So... There is some truth to the idea that you have to promote. You have to either self-promote or promote whatever it is that you push in. So what's the happy medium of promoting what you're doing so that you can, quote unquote, get discovered in the area that you want to get discovered in without looking like you're putting you're putting fluff out there? There's What's the diff- balance? There's a difference between, hey, I got a product to sell and, hey, look how many products I sold. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, hey, I got a product to sell versus look at how many products I sold. So really things, fam. Oh, man. Oh, man. That hit. Two different things, fam. Too many people are saying, look how many products I sold. Mm. Not enough of us are saying, hey, I got a product to sell. Meaning add value. I got some way to enhance your world. Yeah. So in essence, it's what is what is the action directed towards? Is the, is the action directed towards me mm-hmm. or we? Mm-hmm. Man, that's dope. Man, that's dope. That hit home for me. Uh, you, 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 talk about, you talk about products to sell, right? So now I hear, hear my sales brain kicks in and I, I'm going to, I'm going to say juice. If you're listening, uh, I, I hope you're okay with me uh, sharing this story. Right. Recently after we had juice on, mm-hmm. I was talking with him and uh, we were just kicking ideas around and I asked him, I say, give me your elevator pitch, mm-hmm. your elevator pitch. And for those who don't know what that is, that's, 
you get you get 30 to 60 seconds to tell why somebody should pick you. And I asked them the question. I said, I, I, I put this scenario out there. Imagine you approach a potential client, somebody that you want to quote unquote buy from you. And they say, look, before you before you tell me everything you do, look, you got you got 60 seconds to tell me what your elevator pitch is. Why should I pick you over everybody else? Why you? Why now? Go. Mm -hmm. And Juice, at the time, he started telling me everything that he can offer, everything that he's done. And it started to get past 60 seconds. And I cut him off. I say, stop. Your time's up. And he felt like, well, crap, I hadn't told you everything I, I, I do and what I want to do. And I said, and that's the point about sales. Whatever you have to offer, you have to be able to sell that in 60 seconds or less because that's what people are wondering. Why you? Why now? Why should I pick you over the other person who also called me or the next person who's going to call me and offer me the same thing? And you've got to break it down to your core beliefs. There has to be an emotional connection. Mm -hmm. And it's got to be short, sweet, and to the point. It's got to be real. It's got to feel real. Yeah. Me and him been talking ever since where he calls me or he'll text me his elevator pitch. And he getting sharper and, and really sharper. focusing on that elevator pitch. That's dope. He ain't told nobody. Mm -hmm. he posted it out there to say, hey, look at me. He's just working on it. Yeah. Staying in, 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 staying in the shadows, putting in the work. Exactly. Staying exactly. in the shadows, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that's why, you know, I talk to my kids and I try and impart on them you know, don't get caught up in social media and what you see out there that maybe mm -hmm. your friends or other people in your, you know, in the, the things that you're interested in are doing, right? Stay focused on your grind. Keep your head down. And that goes for anybody listening. Stay focused on your grind. Keep your head down. Mm -hmm. Understand what it is that you are trying to accomplish because that's all that matters. Yep. There's nobody you than you, man. Try to be a one of one, a Charlemagne. I'm stealing this straight from Charlemagne. Spend less time trying to be like somebody else and more time trying to be like your unique self. Yeah, I think I saw a post that said, "Ain't no sense in trying to be like everybody else." All of those, those personalities are taken, taken up. Yeah, they full. <laughs> they gone. Yeah, yeah, yours is vacant, man. Well, let's close this show out, man. I just needed to get that off my chest. I came across this quote. It says, "Sell the problem you solve." not the product you sell. Sell the problem you solve, not the product you sell. I had to close my eyes on that one. Whoa, that's good. Understand, at the end of the day, people want to know how you can help them. The way you help them is by solving problems. It has nothing to do with the product you sell. So if you think that you sell a product and that's why people buy from you, it's not that. Mm -hmm. They buy the problem that you solve. Yes, sir. Stay focused on the problems, people. At the end of the day, live life on purpose. We appreciate you rocking with us. We'll catch you next go around. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, share the show. It's catching fire and it's a movement over here. Purpose Addicts, we out. I'm winning for